Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What's good? What's good? <laughs> What's up, player? How's it going, baby? Everything uh, good. Start testing today. Yeah, Ugh. yeah, uh, yeah. I know, and I missed it. Uh, welcome, what everybody. <laughs> welcome to another edition of Market Watch, where your boy Eddie Chanel and myself get together, talk financial news, stocks, uh, and everything in between. You know, uh, we talk about sports. Sometimes we get financial angles on that, on, you know, whatever we can, man. But, you know, we're just trying to uh, give you guys entertainment. Maybe you guys can take away from some of the things we talk about. And, uh, you know, get a little knowledge on your way to growing your portfolio as, as high as you want to grow it. Hey, Chanel, what's up, player? What's good, man? It's good to see you again, bro. It's like yeah. Talking about, man. <laughs> I know, man. I know. I know. Teaching, uh, coaching, running the business. It ain't like we just got you know, <laughs> a plethora of, of hours. You know what I mean? And, it, bro, when I look up, I'm like, we haven't done a show. It's like two weeks. I'm like, yeah, yeah. dog, boy, that time yeah. passed, man. But I'm glad to be on here today, man. Yes, sir. Like, like, always good to be yeah. back. Always good to be on and giving the people, like I said, you know, like you talk about the yeah. news, man. Like you guys something that. You guys can use, you know what I mean? We are everyday people that love the market just like you are, you know what I mean? And, uh, Absolutely. Like I said, you get it on me. There's no bias here, you know, especially when it comes to this stuff, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know I mean? yeah. If we own something, you know, we'll tell you that we own it. If we like it, you know what I mean? Talk about it all. So. For sure. For sure. So the first thing we want to talk about, man, uh, let's talk about earnings season, bro. And, uh, you know, who won, who lost, you know, uh, what do you think about it? You know, so let's so, let's get uh, into that. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, Bancho is going to kick us off. All right, so what financial, especially after you know SVB collapse and all the banks and everything. So uh, I know that some have missed, some have hit. If I'm not mistaken, I think Bank of America crushed earnings today, man. Okay, it did very well. Uh, but otherwise, I don't think Goldman Sachs, you know, did as well. I think Schwab did well today. Uh-huh. So it's always nice when you know what I mean talking about you know we talk about financials, right? Well, what's the biggest financials? Yeah. We got banks everything. So on how they're reporting earnings and things like that, because again, they're the big institutional investors. So, uh, but nice thing about earnings, man, we, we'll see. You know, if, if we're going to power through this thing, or or if uh, I think the Fed, I think your boy Rome is is you know chill out for a little bit. Yeah. So it's good to yeah. see that, you know, earnings coming in. And it's good to see that there are still companies out there that are beating earnings, especially when the forecast or the sentiment in the market's been that, you know, a lot of companies, you know, that earnings were good, you know, would be lagging and, and right. uh, you know, which, which isn't terribly, you know, necessarily a bad thing. Uh, no. Could, I mean, it's also a signal that, you know, if, if earnings are low, it's probably because, you know, uh, inflation is going to come back down. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, Tesla reports tomorrow. Oh, do they? Okay. Yeah, Wait yeah. on that one. I, look, I'm yeah, I know. Every, that's going to be an interesting yeah, one right there, it. man. Yeah, you know, it's funny because, you know, on the agenda, and I ain't going to spoil it for anybody, but, you know, talking about auto manufacturers and, and, and what's going on, you know, are, are these guys going to be able to, to survive? Yeah. Some of the yeah. Ones, man. Tesla, I'm telling you, man, that nobody's got it like that boy Elon, man. He's proprietary, you know, battery knowledge, man, and 
you know, the, the so, batteries. I think that he's going to, in order to, to take Tesla where he needs to take it, he's he's going to let Twitter go. That's what I think, personally. It, I think it's taking yeah. way too much of his time away from Tesla. Well, you know, and it's funny because going back and looking at Tesla, like when all that stuff started, you know, the whole Twitter debacle and everything, that's when Tesla was, you know, trading at some of his lowest points, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Well, I mean, it was already in a decline. I should say it was trading at his lowest points because, you know, he started talking all that stuff back in, what, like October or something like that. Oh, you know, the deal's going to go through. Yep. And then, man, from October highs of $312 a share that they were trading. Yeah. I mean, you're down to getting it to 23 and you're looking at, you know, 100 bucks a share almost. So, <laughs> Yeah, I think some of that is, I mean, we're, I think investors have looked past that. All right, I think some of that stuff is like, all right, man, it, it, it's over and done with. Let's yeah. Go. I don't think yeah. Twitter I mean, is something that he cares. I think that afterwards, he probably put his personal belief that after the Twitter deal, you know, buying Twitter and everything, and, and if the deal finally is like, you know what, hey, it's going to go through, it's kind of like, oh, man. Yeah. You know, he didn't even seem really like excited about it, man. It's almost like, oh, I got to do all this work. I think it was. You know, kind of like with the whole Dogecoin, you know what I mean? Yes. Yep. Kind of finally something with, right? He's a billionaire, dude. High intelligence. He's something, you know what I mean, to entertain him. Right. So what? So what's your uh, what's your uh, take on Tesla for tomorrow? Is it? I think personally that just with them, you know, going through there, you know, I believe last quarter they had announced that they were able to, for one, cut their own costs and two, still be able to cut prices on their vehicles. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the fact that you're able to cut prices and you're able to, you know, kind of cut your expenses, uh, I think that that bodes well for. Right. To have good earnings. You know what I mean? To, to have met earnings, you know what I mean? Top and bottom lines, man, and that revenue and earnings per share and stuff. I think yeah. that, you know, it bodes well for them. I think, again, with uh, with this, what do you call it, uh, supply chain, I don't think that's, you know, an issue. Probably so now, you know what I mean? So I think that getting resources and things that you need to be able to put these things together. So I, I think Tesla's going to do well. Call me biased. I'm trying not to give you guys biased information, but I really think that they are light years ahead of any other car manufacturer when it comes to this EV stuff. That there, So there was this story in the news. I, I don't know if you heard it. Though it was a negative story about Tesla and and some kids that were driving one and and sort of lost control or it sort of started controlling itself and and, and, and you know it, it caused the accident and all that. So do do stories like that have a, a huge negative impact on the stock or is it going to be minimal or what do you, you know, I think with stuff like that, man, I think a lot of the, the reaction you see right away is knee jerk. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, whereas you look at the company, maybe like 3M where, you know, they've had legal battles, you know what I mean? So it has been weighing on them. So I think, yeah. you know, stories here and there about, you know, things that are going on, you know, positive, negative can have a short term impact depending on how big of the news it is. Uh, but I mean, again, if anybody's gonna do it, the only person I think that beats them to to this autonomous driving vehicles, man, these autonomous vehicles, is Apple. That's the only one I can see. I hear you. I, I mean, they they've been say, so they've been saying that for so long, though. It's like, come on now, either either show us something or stop talking about it. Like, yeah. like what do you think? Like, I'm thinking. 
Apple is just trying to make sure it doesn't go through some of the things Tesla is going through right now. They want to make sure when they put it out, they put it out the yes. right way. Yeah, not like Microsoft. Well, I, and this is not bad Microsoft. But Microsoft, I have a sour taste in my mouth because of the Xbox 360 when it came out. The red rings of death, and I had to get, I had five Xbox 360s replaced. And it seemed like they kind of just rushed to get it out and like, yo, we'll yeah. do it with the problem on the back end. And it seemed like Apple works in reverse and says, yo, we're going to make sure this is perfected. So we put it out. It's yeah. top of line. It meets Apple standards. You know what I mean? So.
It's gross margins, man. It's about 20 plus, 20% plus. That's good. Yeah. Talking about, no. you know, like Ford and GM and those guys, man, that those margins are hell. They're negative. They're, I mean, they burn through so much cash. Yo, yo, yo. So, I mean, so, so over here, 51%. Go ahead. Right. Any other uh, companies of note have earnings? Oh, like I said, this is just getting kicked off with, with the banks, man. So, okay. I mean, we're going to have okay. everybody right around this time, usually. Uh, like Johnson Johnson, they released earnings today, also. Okay. Uh, okay. And they be on both revenue and uh, yeah. revenue by 7%. Oh, I'm sorry, earnings by 7%. And five percent on revenue. Uh, do, do not sleep on Johnson Johnson. They always be earnings. Always be earnings. And the like stock it. price went down. And the stock price was down today. That's the crazy thing. So your earnings don't always mean everything, but right, right. I mean, they're down. You know. So uh, are they a uh, aristocrat or are they a king? Uh, uh, do you remember? I, I, I want to say they're aristocrat. You know what? I wanna, yeah. They're one of them because they're gonna pay that dividend, and they don't cut yeah. it. You know I mean? And they don't cut it. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Johnson Johnson actually is a dividend king. Sixty-year dividend increase streak. Sixty years. So I knew. Yeah. So then the king must be higher than the aristocrat. I was thinking. Yeah. 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 So the king yeah. is fifty plus, I think, and the aristocrat is twenty-five. Plus. Twenty-five. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's what's up. Uh, yeah, so no Johnson Johnson stock. Yeah, uh, I think Chipotle is coming up next week, though. I think. Let's Man, the only that. way the only way I'm getting some Chipotle stock is if they split like 20 ways. <laughs> but if yeah. they do, if they yeah. do, I'm, I'm gonna be first in line. <laughs> I'm with you, man. I don't know if they ever will come in. They got a couple of that talk about raising the price target, man. Are they yeah, so yeah. uh, Truist Securities raised it from uh, to nineteen hundred sixty dollars from eighteen hundred. They maintain a buy rating. Morgan Stanley and there's just no price target to seventeen forty three for up from sixteen hundred. Uh, there's no see, no rumblings of them having to split. I don't. I hadn't read anything about them. I'm, I'm not saying that they that they're not going to. Right. Um, I don't know if they you know that that. Companies have to go to a you know to capital markets when they need money. You know what I mean? So every one of those their you know balance sheet and look kind of how much debt they're carrying, how much you know cash they have on hand. Yep. So there's a lot that goes into that stuff. But I mean, if they do split, I will. My dad's an owner of Chipotle, man. And if I if I like I said could afford more than just one or two shares, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't want to dump. You know, and I mean, I'd much rather. There's so many other more companies out there that are just as good performance-wise, affordable. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then they're more affordable. I'm gonna just get more bang for my buck. But they have things coming out the 25th, also. Okay, okay, good deal, man. Good deal. So, uh, you want to talk about this recession, man? Yeah, yeah. I mean, not anybody talk about the recession, but uh, you know, it's is it coming soft? I, I, for everything I hear, man, is that there's still a possibility possibility for a soft landing. That you know, it might be a you know a light recession, a slight recession. Uh, but I think the, the markets are ready to power through this, man. I don't know if I mentioned it to you. I know I mentioned I was talking to my dad about it. I mm-hmm. feel like investors right now, dude, are out of all this, you know, you know, bear market, the Fed controllers. Like, I think investors are hungry. They want to get after it again. Yeah. Yeah. Bulls want, like, back in control. 
<laughs> and the feds just seem like they keep wanting to be like just, delay just a little bit longer like yo turn them babies loose man right right yeah yeah inflation's uh, coming down you can still fight it yeah but i think that uh i think there's a possibility that that we miss or if you know it doesn't affect us or we may have already you know priced in and, and been kind of affected by that yeah yeah you're right you're right but I think as a, as a general rule, because it's it's fun to be in the stock market during a bull market. You know oh, what I'm saying? Sure. And it's not well, so fun yeah. when it's a bear market. But I, I feel like yeah. if you can sort of reverse your way of thinking and say, let me have a little fun while these stocks are down. Yeah, then, they're beating up, man. Good buying yeah. opportunity. That's a Warren Buffett staple, man. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Afraid, yeah. Like, I like bring on the volatility. Yeah. That's what I mean. Nobody wants to see their portfolio going to the red, obviously. I'm not right. saying you know, that I love to lose money, but that's why you always maintain some in cash so that when these things happen and you get some of these stocks yeah. that fall to good prices. So then when the bull market happens, it'll make it that much more fun. <laughs> yeah, because you know now you've it up on, on yeah. extra shares. You know I mean? Again, companies you believe in, there, there's, there's always caveats all that. You know I mean, I'm just sitting a damn stock that, that's lost 90% how you just praying that it comes back. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, again, your, your Facebooks, your Netflix, I mean, Netflix going on the tear and all that stuff. So, you know, it's, it's good. I, I think that with a recession, I think that, you know, presents buying opportunities or just, you know, market volatility as a whole. Yeah. So while it sucks and I'm ready for these things to go back up, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I know that, that right now, you know, there's a good buying. I mean, a time to, to buy some, uh, some stock to for cheap. Yeah. Yeah. So, so how can, uh, so how can the stock market sort of uh power through this this bear market uh type recession we got going on? Is the first thing that the the first shooter drop needs to be uh maybe uh Jerome giving us a different uh outcome like like when he speaks he needs to say yeah. something positive. I think these to be something like the Fed leading is other you know, probably going to that one thing that will help is the Fed, you know, saying, oh, we're going to pause on the rate hikes. And they may not have to go up anymore. They may have to go up another quarter point, whatever. But I think that by the end of this year, going into the beginning of the next year, that, that cuts will start. And I don't think we're going up anymore than that. And I think with a little bit of news like that, because again, you got to think about inflation is being fought. You know what I mean? They're, they're doing mm -hmm. it. Down. It's coming down. It shows in the market and everything. And if that's happening, the other catalyst to that is looking at these earnings that are coming out. And if companies are doing well with these earnings, then we may have already experienced the worst. Now, I'm no market expert by any means. I mean, we could very well fall into a recession and the, you know, the bottom fall out and the S&P 100 you know, dropped to 3,200 levels, yeah. uh, the S&P 500. But I think, that there, that there's, I think there's more positive to come out of this than, than there is negative. And I think that's some yeah. of those things with, with the Fed talking about, you know, either a rate cut or a pause or, you know, and, and earnings season being here. And if earnings don't come back as bad as everybody, thinks, they're like, oh, well, maybe we don't need to be in a damn recession because we're, we're okay. We've already had slowing economic growth. And now, right. you know, the companies are still letting it perform. So I mean, let's ride this train. Right. Let's go. Right. Right. And uh, there are still ways to make money in a recession. Uh, yeah. Like playing options is a good way of doing it. You know, so yeah, you just if you if, if all I'll say is you know what you're doing when you're trading options because you can lose money, your investment, like that. 
it'd be gone. Uh -huh. If that thing expires worthless and you bought, you know, 10 contracts and it cost you a hundred bucks a piece, right? So it cost you a thousand dollars. That thing is not going the direction you want. It's not like holding on to a stock where at least I own those shares, right? So it could always come back. Right. Right. But if it's you quite, there's a way right. to make yes, options is a way to to if make you, money. You, yeah. I love trade options. I love yeah. trade options. Yeah, me too. And and, and you've got to make sure right that you have a philosophy or a strategy that you a can rely on. Plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. But yeah. You, yeah. Understand for lack of a way to put a bankroll management, you know what I mean? Yeah. But while you're waiting for your stocks to go up, yeah, you can definitely, you yeah, can definitely you know, hit, hit some licks. But the good thing is, you know, if you buy shares of stock in something, you know, you buy 100 shares of stock in something, you know, price starts to come down. Well, you can start, you know, writing some calls, some covered calls. Absolutely. Premium. So there's for sure ways to to uh, to make money. And again, yep. if you feel comfortable with it, now again, you better have a trading plan in place, but shorting stocks, right? And if you don't have if you don't have a trading plan in place, hit up eight one capital and they can talk you yeah. through it. And at least yeah, guys, I'll answer any questions you have. I mean, some of the basics of a trading plan though, man, is, is make sure you stay disciplined. Yeah. And stick to that plan. Yeah. So obviously create a plan, but the most important rule even after having that plan is to make sure you stick to it. Because again, I mean you find yourself flat broke, man. Then it becomes gambling. You know what I mean? And I don't want people to I'm not talking about gambling here. We're talking about investing, right? You know uh -huh, what I mean? uh -huh. Talk a little bit of trading, but I mean, we're, we're, we're investors. So just be careful with, you know, with how much you're so, going to risk. Absolutely. So now let's talk about uh, mutual funds in, in a bear market, man. So are, are, uh, are they taking a, a beating like everything else? Or is that are mutual funds like the same in a bear market as they are in a bull market, is that what makes them so, you know, so good to have, or are they taking a little bit of a beating in a bear market as well? They have been, I mean, they've taken a beating. I mean, you got to think that they're investing in the same companies. What we're doing with the mutual fund and even the ETF is basically taking all the guesswork, quote unquote guesswork out of it for investors that don't know what they're doing, right? Yep. So if you can't go and if you're not a good stock picker and you're like, hey man, I want to invest in 20, you don't know 20 stocks to, to invest in, we'll go invest in a mutual fund or an ETF. Yeah. Right? And there's a bunch of different ones. So then they actually have like ETFs out there, uh, you know, and there's funds out there that you can that are like leverage bear, you know what I mean? Where they, that, that's how that fund operates. They operate by shorting stocks and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there are plenty of ways, yes, to make money in a bear market. Uh, you just got to be willing to, like, again, sometimes grin and, you know, and bear through it. But realistically, you know, again, buying opportunities and there's ways to make money. Not every company in the bear market is doing bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, mm -hmm. just really? even over the past eight months, months look with something like NVIDIA. Exactly. It's done great. Yeah. You know, it's funny because yeah. there was something today I was reading about, you know, about, Bonds and uh, bond yields and, and tech kind of have some correlation. Now they're starting to show some divergence, man. Yeah. Like bond yields down and tech is still back on the rise. And for a little while there, they were both right in that same train. So right, there's ways money. There's for sure. There's ways to you know. I mean, if you if you don't want if you don't have a you know high risk tolerance, it's okay to in cash if you need to. But mm -hmm. I would say that don't liquidate anything unless it's truly truly lost. The ones right, but by, by that time you have 
you know, you're, you're in it. You've already lost 50%. So, right. You know, sometimes it's just best to, to hold, just right. watch your fees with, you know, I mean, buying in and out of funds and selling out of funds. So, yeah. Third, yes, there's funds out there that, that, that are doing well. But yeah, they, they're no different than, than stocks, really, in the sense that they're investing in the same companies that are not doing well. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. Yeah. And the only reason I'm asking is because I, I, about mutual funds, because I was talking to somebody today about them and, and she has mutual funds and she said, oh, I'm boring. So so why is there a, a stigma on mutual funds? Why are they considered the boring stocks? Because, all right, so now we're into, you know, too much of the logistics, but they have a net asset value, right? So they don't, mutual funds are not ones that are going to be up $25, you know what I mean, a share in a day. Yeah. Like a Tesla, hyper growth, you know what I mean? Yep. It is a little bit of everything, and they calculate what's called asset value, right? Take everything in back. You know the money they have investing in the companies, and then that's how they price it all out. So if you're looking at mutual fund, if it's up two, three, four dollars, probably a pretty good day. You know what I mean? But it's not typically like that. I mean, it's it's boring. I mean, realistically, like right. would you rather see your stuff constantly going up? You know what I mean? You know, ten of a percent every day, or do you want to see that? You know, you have, I just made ten x on a you know on a stock that I pick. Exactly. You know? So there's more of an excitement. But again, this is this is investing, not gambling. So Yep. You got to be careful with that. But yes. they, they're boring. Yeah. What's more important than that is like investing in bonds, right? Is it, is it <laughs> bonds uh, are very boring. Yeah. So if people don't like, you know, people want to see, you know, the, they see, they hear about people, you know, like the whole GameStop deal. They, and they feel as though, you know, FOMO, right? Missing out. Oh my yeah. God, I'm missing out on, uh-huh. on all this stuff, on all this money. And they don't realize that, they're oh, this is for the long haul. Like that quick money. Yeah. That is great. If you made money on GameStop, I did AMC. It's great, but it is much more than just overnight riches. So sometimes boring yeah. is okay. Yeah. Investing in some boring companies is okay. Like I said, it'll be around forever. Our tree is going to be for Johnson and Johnson. Been around forever. Procter and Gamble. They're boring, some, but they produce. Sometimes it's actually the smart play. <laughs> defensive stocks. Again, you ask about you know in a bear market, man. Defensive stocks, yeah. right? So healthcare, yeah. utilities, and so. Yeah. Okay, good man. Uh, I believe this recession is gonna be over in six months. From my lips to God's ears, baby. Yeah, hey, I'm with. Yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking. Yeah, by June, I'm hoping that, like, hey, we're, we're it's it's coming out. You know, here's the funny thing: we talk about living Texas, you know I me. Mean? Uh huh. And they always said one thing when I learned when I moved here was that Texas is always the last thing to go into a recession and the first yeah. to come out. So. Everybody's watching outside of Texas, you might still be feeling the effects of it, but I know that here in Texas, you know, gas prices are going up again. But. And we're going to make money either way, either way, bear market, bull market, we're going to make money. Trying to. That's yeah. the name of the game. Yeah. So let's move on to artificial intelligence, brother. Uh, yes, a lot of people making their money nowadays, man. Artificial <laughs> intelligence, man. So I wanted to uh, talk about uh, this. Because uh, 60 Minutes had a, a little special on it. Uh, it must have been uh, Sunday night when it came on. And I didn't know, but one of my coworkers came to my job yesterday and told me about it and explained it to me. And he showed me clips of it. And, you know, it, it was just dope how far AI uh, has come 
you know, just in six months, you know, it's from scary. talking about it, yeah, to actually putting it in motion, you know. It's scary, man. When we talked about Chat GPT on the last show, yeah, that thing could do, and that's it's scary. I'll just show you, Dad, what's Chat GPT? And I showed him, I said, Give me a topic. I said, You know what? Then look, type it in there and say, Hey, write me a 500 word essay on uh -huh. Tom Brady's career, uh huh, within 30 seconds. Done. It done. It was scary. done. Yeah. So this artificial intelligence, man, again, trading is moving to, towards it, right? You have a lot of these quants that are now coming out of college and they can code yeah. and they can go to program that, I mean, I, I just switched over from uh, TradingView to, to TrendSpider. No, I'm not endorsing that. I'm not, I'm not getting paid by TrendSpider or nothing, but they have <laughs> strategies that you can go through and test and then you can launch it as a trading bot. Okay. It, it's almost like they're taking the guesswork out of it for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like go through the strategy if it works. So again, self-driving cars, dude, we ain't far from robots walking this earth. We I mean not even be around right now, we wouldn't even know it. You know what I mean? But this so, man, it's, it's legit. <laughs> so 60 minutes had it had robots, right? And it they programmed them to play soccer. And 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 you know, and it was just, it was like a, just a little robot just playing soccer, playing soccer. But then, like, as it, as the robot grew, its intelligence grew as well, you know, as, as time went on. And it went from actually just kicking a ball to uh, coming up with how to, uh, you know, how to play the game, you know. And, I mean, like, like uh like thinking and, and and things like that things that you don't that you didn't program it to do it sort of came up with on its, it's own on its own and that's what yeah. it's scary man i had read about uh i might google this was several years ago, probably five years ago man there was an article about how they you know dabbling artificial intelligence and what happens when it begins to learn on its own and it doesn't need you. And now this thing can think on its own. Yeah. You know I mean? yeah. Get, you know I mean? get scared. Dude, I All see videos of people. They would just, matter of fact, yesterday on CBC, somebody made a song to record a drink and the weekend's voices. Yeah. Somebody did what? Drake and the weekend took their voices recorded from, you know what I mean? And I uploaded saw it that. Yeah. Yep. And like 10 million damn times that was played. Yeah. And it wasn't even Drake. If I'm not mistaken, I think the song was even like it was a, talking bad about Drake. Yeah, yeah. And it sounds just like him. It was just like him. And they finally figured it out. And it was like, oh, we got to put a stop to this. But by that time, it had been played dude. 10 million oh, times. <laughs> dude, we're back to Napster and LimeWire. And you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. This is going to be the new part for that. People dealing with piracy, right? Right, right. So, right. That stuff is coming, man. So. Cybersecurity yeah. is what's going to be the one that helps us, you know. But it's great. Now there is also some good with this stuff, man. You know what I mean? I mean, there's artificial intelligence now that they're able to use. I saw something about where they can scan your face and, and check for diseases or possibility of a stroke. I think it was. So there's a lot of good that can come from this. Just by scanning your face. That's what's sad. Yeah, I didn't read through the whole article. Kind of saw the headline. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, you see, they're they're, they're putting these. Uh, it's almost like microscopic spiders, almost that they put into people's bodies now to go clear, you know, blockages and heart valves and stuff like that. Now, man, wow, yeah. So it's a uh, look. I, I support the the movement of technology. 
I don't know uh-huh. if it's going to leave education. Because like I said, now you talk about plagiarism, like you can you know run that paper through turnitin.com and then say, all right, did they plagiarize anything? <laughs> you better have chat GPT scanners now. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I, I read an article where mm-hmm. somebody had written a book in like seven days using chat GPT. They wrote, published everything seven days. Chat GPT. And it was a it was a, a two hundred plus page book. I'm like, yeah. Okay, so now now you lose creativity. Nobody's creating anything anymore. It's just all computers. All you have to do is feed it data, feed it data, train the model, train the model, and once that model is trained, it will start to, you know what I mean? And you just yeah. like, hey, here's the data. All you need to do is feed. I did it with a we had a program uh, in Python, man, that would. Do like a ADS, like daily fantasy sports, DraftKings, and all that. Uh huh. And it would spit out lineups. Yeah. And tell you like, hey, these are the guys that have the chance of scoring based on all that you've given me. This is what we think tonight. Who they're playing? You know, how many times they played? How they performed in the past? Yeah. So, you know, there's there's millions and millions of uses for it. Just we got to hope that this is used uh, responsibly. Yeah, and that was the other question. Uh, you know, how bad can it get in the wrong hands? You know, I talked to my classes about this the other day, man. I said, think about this, uh, you know, trying to have to, or having to battle an army that doesn't need to be fed, doesn't need sleep. You know what I mean? You ain't got to feed them. Yeah. Right? You, you don't have to feed them. You don't have to do anything for them. They don't need gas. They don't need Shelter, they don't need, right? They don't need sleep. Yep. yep. You know, so in the wrong hands. But I'm, I'm sure that that's been in the works for years at this point. Yeah. I think that, that can be very, but, very, very risky. And, and that's, you know, that, that's all technology because sure. before social media, I'm pretty sure people didn't really see a lot of the negatives about it coming up. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody really probably really thought about uh, online bullying. They just said we just want to get people together and have a good old time, you know. Yeah, um, no, for sure. It was one of those. I mean, the, again, the internet itself. Yeah. Lesbian, man, how much crime, cyber crime, everything. The internet was originally. I mean, let's let's exchange information. Yeah. Take a phone call back in the day, or having to write a letter to somebody. Yeah, you know, hope you're at the right time. I have to call a doctor in China because they've worked on you know this disease before. Or something, right? Wow. Now you can put on a VR headset and be, you know, what I mean, it's crazy, man. Yeah, they they created a whole uh, was it called like a black dark web, you know? For oh, even- yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> oh, for sure. And again, the internet started off as right, we want to exchange of information, man. People be able yeah. to exchange information. But there's always people on the come up. There's always people out there gonna try to beat the system. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know I mean? so, so, so so that's so gonna happen. Yeah, I, I, I'm hoping that's not what happened. But there's bound to have. There's, there's always a villain. Right. 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 There's always gonna be a group. There's always gonna be. I mean, that's going to take it and, and use it for their own personal gain. In every and movie, there's a that comes as a as a uh, as a of others. Right, right. In every movie, there's a, a antagonist and a protagonist, and, and I mean, in, in, in the good movies, you know, 
And there's no better movie than life. You ain't lying. Yeah. You so. ain't lying. But here's the crazy thing. You say protagonist, antagonist, man. The movie Scarface, he, he plays both. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you noticed that. Huh? I'm not supporting drug dealing like that. I love that movie. All right. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge Scarface fan, but you almost like pull him for him at the end. You don't want him to die. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. But it's like, it's just being killed. He's just drug dealer. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's <laughs> You started feeling some type of empathy for the man. Absolutely. Yes, Absolutely, yes. man. So, so artificial intelligence, man. You know, I'm, I'm here for it, though. I'm here for them companies that are going to excel in it so I can dump some money into them. Yeah, so... So, okay. So maybe that was something I needed to touch on that I didn't like what other, cause this is what I was talking to my boy about. Uh, if we're going to, cause we're like AI, 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 right. It was, and it was last year, but it was so many companies coming out with AI uh, technology. So it's like, which ones do you invest in? It's, it was like, like the race, to 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 have drugs to cure COVID, right? Like all these different healthcare companies, and they were all coming up, but then only a few stayed up. The rest crashed and burned, right? Because they didn't have stand power. Like, which AI companies will you be able to invest in that are going to have stand power? You know, because there's going to be a lot of them that pop up. Well, there's going to be a bunch of pop up, and what you worry about, you know, like the the whole uh, dot com, bu- you know, bubble burst and things like that with AI companies that Silicon mm-hmm. Valley is going to continue to pump out these uh, these companies, you know, getting funding and becoming companies. And how long does it last? How, how, how many of these companies compete with the big dogs? Can you compete? Like I mean, right now, Google's having a hard time keeping up with Microsoft because of the whole Bing and ChatGPT. <laughs> so you're a small company coming in. I, I mean, can you compete with these dudes? Bill Gates got a 30 year head start, man. I don't think Google yeah, mess with that. They have a, uh, you know, they have the budgets. They have the, you know, they can pay the best. They can, you know, hire the best. Yep. So and he's got. I, mean, I imagine Google has cash too, but you know, it there's cash, and then there's Microsoft cash. <laughs> like they got cash reserves. Yeah, they got Bill so Gates. much cash. Yo, they got so much cash that he just got a whole research company. He ain't got to worry about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's how much no, cash Microsoft got. So, I mean, again, if you're looking AI, man, Microsoft, Google, they're all doing it. I mean, everybody's all these tech companies have some form of AI that they are starting to cover. Because right. if they don't, they're going to be behind. Right? Yeah, right. So when people right. thought again, not to keep you know beating on Elon Musk right now, but when people thought that dude was crazy, like, yeah, self-driving vehicles, yeah, battery-operated vehicles, yeah, whatever. Well, now everybody's light years behind that, man. And <laughs> right now, and they're, they're in a tech company out there that, that isn't using it. So I don't know if there's a company out there, period, that isn't using AI in some way, shape, or form. Right. Think of automation, man. Think of the self-checkout lines that have been around forever. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. So yep. these companies that, that, that are going to do it, you know, if, if they're already doing it, I mean, yeah. And you know, you it was a lot of top and, of line thinkers, right? And a lot of companies said, "Okay, that would." Be, I think Walmart was like one of the first to start the self checkouts, but the other companies didn't because they wanted to preserve jobs, right? But at a certain point, you got to look at the bottom line, you know. Yep. 
And, 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 so, and that's the truth. I mean, and that's the truth. Why do companies outsource? Right? Why does Nike have their, you know, their, their sneakers made overseas? Because it's cheaper. You know what I mean? It's cheaper, man. Profit yeah. margins are more yeah. profitable. It makes more money. Yeah, everybody wants you to buy American, but they they don't want to pay the price that they would have to pay if it was made in America. <laughs> right, correct. Yeah. So there's a bunch of them out there, man. Again, you always got your Microsoft, Google, Nvidia, Meta. I mean, Apple. I mean, Siri is a right. form of AI. And that's right? all you. That's all you need for your portfolio. About three or four. You don't need ten. No, God, no, yeah. And, and my deal is, depending on how many you can have in your portfolio, just, you know, don't overgo, you know, overdo it in just one sector. But, I mean, again, you got Taiwan Semiconductor, uh, Meta. Well, right? I love, yes. Yeah, and here's another one that a lot of people sleep on, ASML. Yeah, you, you mentioned that before. Yeah, when we talked last time, ASML, I mean, like the, the biggest company in the Netherlands or something like that. Okay. I mean, they are. And again... And- and I dropped the ball on that one because I, I forgot to research that one. But I'm, I'm going to research that one for sure before the next show. ASML. Yeah, man. Take a look at ASML. I mean, it's in the 600s. But it, I'm telling you, they're the largest company in the Netherlands. They are the leaders in semiconductor. Like, there's nobody can mess with them because they have the technology to do this light lithography. I can't remember what the hell it's even called. All right. Way above my uh, brain power. But I'll tell you this. <laughs> I looked at the financial data telling man ASML is a solid, solid company. Uh-huh. I own shares of ASML. Awesome. Okay. Okay. So you be keeping this information to yourself, brother. I'm, I'm nah, gonna get I mean, I've been ASML for a little while now. That's not something that I, you know, I mean that I just. Bought. And you just told me last show. See, see how he does me, people. Oh, <laughs> y'all cold blooded, man. You know what? From now on. You know what? At the end of the at the end of the show, man, we'll start putting out a pick a company that I like. And I'm thinking about buying. There you go. Everybody, everybody, everybody's on the same page, man. So I'm yes, not front you know, I'm painting the tape. I'm front running from everybody. Like, don't say nothing to you. I go buy me, you know, 300 shares of this company, and then I tell you the price has already gone up. You told me this 600 dollars now. <laughs> no, look, I, I got in, but it was already 600. So it wasn't like I, you know, I was on ASML for you yeah. Know, That'll work, man. This is why people come to watch the show, man, for you to give advice. This is what's yeah. up. They, they be waiting on it. They be waiting for you to give advice. So we, if you don't give advice, you're going to have a bunch of angry people. I got some advice for you. Call A1 Capital and let's go. And let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Uh, that was a good discussion. Let's look at... Uh, what the future holds. So let's do this. What is the future of these stocks? First stocks I want to talk about. Marijuana stocks, brother. What's the future of marijuana stocks, man? Uh, are they go blow up? Or are they go go down? Go up in flames. Go up in smoke. So as soon as banks are allowed to get involved is when I think okay. those things will really take off. I think it's going to take the federal government to decriminalize even further. I mean, across the nation. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Yep. I mean, it's growing. It's growing. If you look all around, all around state of Texas, Louisiana medical. Yep. Arkansas, I believe medical Oklahoma. Yes. New Mexico, Colorado, everyone knows you know what I mean. So it's growing. 
Oregon, Washington, California, and Florida, even medical now, New York medical, uh, and some Las Vegas, all right, so Nevada. So I think that the more and more that it becomes decriminalized and they start allowing banks to get involved, mm-hmm. that that's when they really start to take off. Because, I mean, this is they're so volatile, man. Yeah. You know, a lot of them in Canada, well, great, it's legal in Canada. That's great. You know what I mean? I don't know how much you guys, uh, how much they're doing as far as business in Canada. I mean, ain't nothing living up there in the damn Yukon, but moots and, you know, <laughs> and all So I'm yeah. not with you. You start talking about getting to, you know, mm. America. Right. There, I mean, there's a shot there. So right now, yeah, most of the uh, marijuana stocks are of the uh, speculative, you know, uh, type. Yeah. yeah, but I still think that as a as a genre, the the marijuana stocks, you know, that that's something to keep an eye on. Like, not it's not something that's probably gonna hit in the next year or two, but it, you know, definitely in the next five, ten, fifteen years. You know, what I'm saying? I know that's a wide range, but. It's, uh, but I'm with you, and I, and I understand where, where you know what you're getting at because again, it, this is all these form I think has so much to do with one you know the federal government and exactly legalization, and, and we and just don't that know happens, what it's going to be. Yeah, yeah. So like canopy growth companies, uh, CGC. Mm-hmm. I mean, right now it's trading at like a dollar forty-three at right. their highs. I mean, they were trading at fifty-three dollars a share. Exactly. Yep. Sure was. Come down, come down, come down. It's back again to about fifty-six, fifty-seven dollars a share, something like that. Yeah. So anyway, now I mean, it's trading at a dollar forty-three. So there's spikes where it's up, where it's down, it's up and down. Yeah, yeah, and uh, TB is you know, another one. Aurora Cannabis, which is uh, I had owned also at one point, but another one. I mean, they they, they have tanked over the right. last know, year or two. Right, and and I still have a uh, marijuana portfolio. That's way down, but I'm I'm just gonna hold on to it for the next 10, 20 years and see what happens. You know. Yeah, I'll be laughing to be laughing all the way all the way to the bank. <laughs> I'll be I'll be I'll be in my fifties, but hey, my kids okay. can enjoy it. That's okay. Man. Hey man, look, it doesn't matter. So look, right now, ACB, Aurora Cannabis Incorporated, right sixty four cents a share. At one point, Aurora was trading at almost 150, about 150 bucks a share, something like that. Yep. yep. Dude, it's trading at 64 cents a share right now. Yeah. And, uh, I might and, jump on and go ahead and buy me 100 shares, man, for 64 I hear bucks. you. Because yep. yeah. it went way up because that was when everyone was on the marijuana stocks bandwagon and they really thought something was going to happen federally. And it only happened like in a few states, so that sort of made everybody take their money out. And then, of course, the stock went back down. But yeah, if something happens federally, you know, as far as regulation, yeah, yeah, you need to have some stocks at that point. Yeah, I mean, you look back. I think it was two thousand twelve when when Colorado uh, legalized it. I've just been with this one. I mean, I'm not even talking about recreational. Right. I mean, you go back to 2012, and not even some of these companies even exist. Aurora wasn't even around back then. But I mean, back in 2015, when they first got going, 
I'm here again, get it worth seven, you know, cents on the dollar. And then that thing skyrocketed. So you look around, you know, 2018, 2019, 2020, mm-hmm. there's, you know, there's uh, legalization in these states. All right. So yeah. a lot of states are coming on board with legalizing it. And, you know, again, that just opens up the market a little more and you, know, you get a spike in price. All so right. I think that as soon as we get some legislation that, that changes, uh, you know, we're not promoting drug use by any means. But this is a company just like you would invest in uh, Anheuser-Busch, yep. you know what I mean, Budweiser. Yep. You know, or a company that makes wine, Maui, or, or, or Altria, MO, you know, Tickerson, MO, and forget it yield. And guess what? You know what? I'm invested in them. Yes, they make tobacco. I am not a – that doesn't bother me. You know what I mean? Right. So, so ne- next stock that we need to know what the future of this stock is. Mm-hmm. Chinese stocks. What's the future of Chinese stocks? Man, there. I, I thought our market was wishy-washy as of late, man. But you see companies <laughs> like Alibaba and some of these companies, man, they're just like boom, spike. I mean, highly volatile. It's up, mm-hmm. it's down, it's up, it's down. Yeah. Uh, I think some of it has to do with you know all the tension that's going on in Taiwan. Yeah. Uh, how close uh, President uh, Xi Jinping and, and and Vladimir Putin how close that relationship or that relationship is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what's the future hold, man? I have a hard time uh, investing, and, I, and I've owned some. I mean, I have some Alibaba shares. Yeah. Uh, but there, there's not a ton of transparency, especially somebody a rival nation that really doesn't care for it too much. We'll do business. We'll trade with each other. Right. I mean, they're flying high balloons over some military installations. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I almost have a hard time investing money in a company, especially a tech company that is coming mm-hmm. from a nation that, you know what I mean? It's, I have nothing yeah. against these people, but it is just strictly strategic. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You guys are a high, I mean, you know, very highly versed in technology. And you create technology now. I'm investing my money in technology, which I'm sure you are also selling to the Chinese government. You know what I mean? Yeah. There are many manufacturers. I mean, there's people that make chips and stuff like that. I mean, that's so. What's the future of it? I think a lot of it is is again political. So a, a lot of people see Chinese stocks as having so much room to grow because of how big China is. You know what I'm saying? And then maybe the relationships that China establishes worldwide. Uh, that's a reason to to, to, to buy into them. Uh, other people see, uh, you know, just in just like the the market that China has, you know, and and, and some of the stocks there have been, uh, you know, are really popular over here, you know, like TikTok, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, you see what we're doing now. That's this kind of TikTok. <laughs> this because so now we're against now we're at odds with China. But you know, it just two years ago we felt like we were buddy buddy. I don't know, but you know, but now it feels like yeah, we're being we're we're trying to do everything we can to uh, antagonize them, and they're trying to do the same thing to us. You know. Yeah. But things so, can change, just like they they changed yeah, a few years sure. ago. They can change back. So oh yeah, I mean, then that's again. I think a lot of it too, man, is I don't want to say propaganda, but 
you know, the media does a very good job of hyping things and making them seem like it's the end of the world as we know it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, it's the end of the world. Well if they, they ban TikTok, that's going to be uh, some of the kids. Joey B and President <laughs> Xi Jinping are probably sitting back laughing on the phone. Like, Look at these idiots, man. They think we hate each other. <laughs> and all because right. of what the media says. But, but I'm with you on as far as, as Chinese stuff. Yes, a lot of growth. 1.4 billion people. Uh-huh. That's a huge market. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. So there's nothing wrong with investing. Like I said, I own shares of Alibaba. Yeah. But I think that, you know, they, they really take off here. Where people feel as though political tensions are not heightened. You know what I mean? Right, right. But I'll tell you what I like also is India. India is like not far behind them, I think. They're like 440 million people. Less okay. as far as population, they're at 1.408 billion people. And here we are, United States, 332 million people are world economic power. So there's that a lot of room for growth here in China and India. Huh? In India? That, 1. that many people billion? in India? Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I need, I need to start looking at some India, India stocks. <laughs> Man, did you hear that Apple started a savings account? In India, four point one five percent interest. Apple. Wow! And I only know that because I saw it. Yeah, and I only said it because I was looking at, at an article. Uh, what's his Joker's name? CEO of uh, Apple. Uh, CEO of Apple, Tim Cook. Cook, there you go. I was scared for the life of me. Could not remember Tim Cook. I was like, I know ain't Steve Jobs. Was joking around. Right. Uh-huh. But apparently, like having meetings to expand because of all, I, I think something like seven hundred million iPhone users in India. So apparently, <laughs> opening up like a plane over there and not being so as dependent on the Chinese market. Yeah, wow! So I think India is a place. Yeah, yeah. I think okay. India is a uh, is also a, a place to look if you're looking to get into. And again, it's nothing wrong with investing overseas. I mean, there are plenty of companies out there that are very, very good. ASML, again, is out of the Netherlands. Yeah. Uh, you can find plenty of companies that can, uh, that can perform well. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so back to this uh, Apple savings account that gives you 4.4% interest. Yeah, oh, is, it, is, it atta- is it attached to the iPhone or is it just a standalone account at any bank you want? I have no idea. All I know here is Apple launches Apple Card savings accounts with a 4.15% interest rate. Okay. I didn't get a chance to go through and read the uh, okay everything that, that it offered, but yeah. So interest learns a new offer here it is. Boom. Okay. All right. First, got to meet the following credentials in order to open accounts. So you got to be the owner or co-owner of an active Apple Card account. Okay. Uh, you have an Apple card added to your iPhone. You're at least yep. 18. You have a social security number, U.S. resident with your physical U.S. address. Set up two-factor authentication. Excuse me, authentication. Uh, so that that's what it is. Wow. And, and balances are covered by the FDIC. Up to what? Up to 250, I guess. So. The Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation is to deposit up to the standard maximum deposit insurance amount per depositor. Okay. So, Look at Apple. Yeah, they so always they with, the, with the Apple loans. What was that damn thing you called them we were talking about a couple weeks yep. ago? Yep, yep. That was uh yeah, that was like a, a layaway plan 
Yeah, exactly what it was. Go put that thing yeah. on layaway. Yeah, interest free. Yeah, man, that was nice. Interest free, four pounds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, 4.5%. Right. Say what? 4.5%. That's great. What a bank. That's awesome. Out. Yeah. Uh, what? 1.8? I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, savings accounts, I think, are less than that. I'm, I'm, I'm not even sure. A savings account is at a, a 1%. But, yes, yeah, so, you know, that would be awesome. I'm trying to see like what Bank of America is paying. Yeah. Ain't no way. 0.01%. No way. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Something like that, man. The national average savings account interest rate 0.37%. Not even 1%. A third of 1%. Mm -hmm. And then they have, you know, they have uh, high yield savings accounts that earn 3%. Uh, but gosh almighty, I can go get 4.15 with Apple. I just have an Apple card. Hell, yeah. I'll apply for an Apple card and go dump some money into you know, to earn 4% every day of the week. And yeah, twice they, on they, Sunday. They, they get inflation back down to 4%. Hell, yeah. That's a beautiful thing. Hell, at least I know that my savings is keeping up with inflation. Yep, exactly, man. I mean, that, that's that's like a no brainer. Look, you got to put your money in a CD with America to earn 4.05. Yeah. And the minimum opening deposit of a thousand, yeah, or ten thousand, depending on the CD. Where Bank of America, or not Bank of America, Apple says no minimum deposit. Don't worry about it. Right. So, so let's look at the. So let's look at one more. Uh, the future of, and let's look at these these uh, stocks. Did I did I do GM and Ford? I wanted to do GM and Ford, man. Uh. Because to me, they're like old school uh, car stocks, but they're like like Ford is twelve bucks, GM is like thirty five bucks. Will they will they ever will the stock ever get to over a hundred bucks, two hundred you know, on these stocks? I I don't foresee it happening anytime soon, unless they did some kind of reverse stock split, yep. which I don't see why they would do that. I mean, I just can't see it, man. Uh, again, they are the electric vehicles is the new arms race. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're so far behind and they burn through so much cash. I'm telling you that uh, GM and these guys, if you look at their margins, they're awful. Like how they manage to continue to stay in business. It, it, I mean, it's quite, it, it's mind blowing to me. Same thing. I thought, I'm like, well, how are they still in freaking business? Yeah, I mean, just, I mean, you look at revenue growth year over year, and I mean, how much cash they just, they burn through cash, man. They get these big old factories and everything, and there's no way for them to, not that there's no way for them to cut costs, but well, hell, if there was their way, why haven't they done it yet? Why is that Elon Musk coming, he can pump these things out within, I don't know, five years, 10 years of this company being open, and is already like starting to produce almost the same amount of cars, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, so uh, I, I would think why hasn't Elon bought them yet, right? But you've, they've got to sell in order for him to buy them. And I don't think they would ever sell to Elon Musk. And then uh, there, there's, there 
in the news, General Motors is trying to put out EV cars, right? Like, do they even have an infrastructure for that? But well, again, they're, I mean, they're, they're so far behind. Now that they hadn't been working on it, you know, hybrids kind of been around for a little bit, mm-hmm. but they're behind the fact that Tesla has mastered this thing. Yep. You know what I mean? And now you're just to get, now you're trying to get caught up to them along with all your gas vehicles. Like it's almost like a, it's like going to Jack in the Box, man. You can get everything from nachos and egg rolls and cheeseburgers and chicken and breakfast. Like their menu is so big now where all Tesla focuses on electric vehicles. That's it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I don't don't know if they'll ever catch up. Yeah. I I mean, I I don't think they're ever going to be, you know, $200 a share by any means. Yeah. So that's my thing. So just based. So if you just, because I don't think, the Ford is going to go anywhere. The, the actual Ford vehicle. I think that's that's such a brand name that it's going to be there. That's you know? hometown. That is America. That is fine. Yeah, there. exactly. Yeah, I don't think Ford's going to go. I don't think either one of these companies are going to go under. Yeah, but I don't see stock price being into the hundreds. I mean, Ford so, was struggling at one point to get up yeah. to twenty dollars a share. I know. I mean, so if you want actual growth stocks. GM and Ford is probably not gonna no, hey, God, no. be yeah. va- value stock. <laughs> yeah, and if you, I mean, if, and even if it's even if it is a value stock, I mean, it still might be overvalued. But like they're, right. I'm looking at GM gross profit margin for the last twelve months, right? Trailing twelve months is at fourteen point seven percent. So that's taking basically all the revenues, all the money that they make, all the you know, I mean, income they have come in. And then yeah. taking out all the cost of revenues, right? So just looking at gross profit and taking that gross profit number as a percentage of their revenues. Hmm. So all that stuff, they profit, gross profit is only 15% of that. Compared to. So compared to, here, I'll look at, yeah. here, I'll look at, I'll pull up Tesla's. Whereas Tesla's gross profit margin. Tesla's gross profit margin is 26%, 25.6%. Okay. Almost double. Yeah, doubles theirs. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, you have that much in gross profit. Again, now more money going to further research and development. Growing the business organically, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Hell, I think Ford is even worse than GM's. (laughs) Okay, so that was GM's you just compared to Tesla. Yeah. So Ford, one and a half percent. How much? Trading twelve months. Eleven and a half percent. Oh, okay. 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 Where Tesla, again, Tesla is twenty five, almost twenty six percent. Yeah. So these are bad companies. I'm not saying that Ford is a bad company, I'm not saying that GM is a bad company. I don't own Ford anymore. I did own it at one point. Uh but I think that when it comes to if you want to get into the vehicle space that I don't know that again, if you're looking long haul and it's a solid company and yes, they're probably still going to be around, you know, 50 years from now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I mean, just looking at price action and what it has done, I mean, they've traded between hell over the last year as high as now is going to the beginning of 2022, 26 bucks a share. 
trading now down at less than 13. Hmm. Yeah. The, that, that shows that, uh, public sentiment is waning. Uh, it's on the negative side for those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, if you'd gotten in them forward back in like, uh, March of 2020, right. COVID. Yeah. You got in about three bucks a share for, uh, let me see here, $4 a share. Now, if you bought it at $4 a share, you said, hey, I'm going to buy 1,000 shares, and you sold that $25 a share, well, then you did pretty good. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I did not do that. So, you know, just looking at price-wise, I mean, it just, again, they just burned through a bunch of cash, man, their profit margin, especially on everything else. And that's something that I've, I've been learning myself, you know what I mean, taking some courses and stuff on financial valuation, man, and, and just looking mm-hmm. at year over year, you know, Again, reading all the stuff, you know, and how Buffett does it, which there's some backstory to how Buffett really does it. People don't know. Uh, but just how to value these companies, man, and see, like, hey, is this company worth it? You know, year over year, right. are their revenues increasing year over year? Is there yeah. even an increasing, right? You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. Whether or not, yeah, is it, is it worth buying that company or not? I mean, right. Right. And there's plenty of information out there, sources out there you guys can use that people already do that all that stuff for you, right? So I mean, you know, on Seeking Alpha and they give their own valuation grade and you know and the underlying uh, underlying metrics are right, looking at enterprise value compared to EBITDA. Right. So things like that, kind of seeing what it's trading at, what the multiple is. Good deal, man. You uh you gonna get a people uh a stock man? What are we gonna do? You want one? Just one, man. Don't give them everything all at once. Yeah, I got them on the hook. Keep them coming back, man. That's right. So I will give you one. And this is, and I will give you one that I like, one that I bought, one that I've had several clients I've put them onto. I'll give it to you guys. It is TTD, the trade desk. All right. Now, Looking at the trade desk, uh, I'm a, I, I like technology anyway. When I first came across this, looking at it, right again, doing the financial valuation, I said, "Maybe no, it'd be a perfect company to do this on." Right, kind of a, as an example, I knew I'm learning stuff, and just doing my research and looking at it, man. I mean, they are as far as you know, cash that they have on hand, and uh, they've been growing over the last, you know. I don't know, seven, eight quarters last okay. two years, give or take. Uh-huh. They really managed that. Actually, I'm lying to you, the last four years, give or take. You just see that their revenue is growing year over year. They're, kind of this day. There we go. Now it's open. Revenue growing. Uh, so, like, uh, their trends of the unlevered free cash flow, right? Something like that. Anything between like 10 to 15% is usually good. All right, so that would mean that, like, right now, I think they're trailing 12 months or leading into, as of September of 2022, their, their unlevered free cash flow margin was 33%. That means for every dollar that comes through the door, that business, 33 cents of that is turned into actual cash before they pay the IRS. You know what I mean? Wow. They're even margins, right? Anything yeah. 10% more is really good. These guys over the last, I don't know, four quarters, 41%, 41%, 43%, 42%, 41%. All right, 41% very, very high. All right, growing their revenues by, I mean, 
30% isn't easy, right? So you're looking at per, a quarter, a quarter, a quarter is the prior year. Anything usually 20% or more is pretty good. And these guys are 32%, 34%, 44%, 53%, 52%. So anyway, going through and looking at it, man, I, I, GTD was a buy. I bought it. I still think it's a good buy. It is something that uh, when price comes down, if we can see price come back down to the like fifty six, fifty seven dollar range, that I'll probably be buying more. Okay. So, but again, I like it. It's Good man. Ran the financials on. I like the way the chart looks. You know what I mean? So. Yep. TTD. I'm not telling anybody to buy. It's not financial advice. But if you wanted a stock that I like, this is what I like. I just gave you guys numbers as to why I like it. Uh, so feel free to, you know what I mean, do your own research. Sure. You learn, and yeah, you know what I mean? If it's something that, you know, fits your investor profile, then all means you want it. But like I said, something that I own, something that several of my clients own. No, uh, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, my brother. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, you know, we're going to shoot you straight. We, uh, you know, and I appreciate you, bro. Cause, uh, uh, I'm looking to the trade desk, and I'll probably scoop some more. ASML, sure. man. ASML is another one. Like I said, it's a little expensive, but I'll tell you, ASML, I'm firm believe them jokers. Do your research. Go through. Matter of fact, you know what I'm going to do? Uh, I'll send it. And if you can add the link onto this later, man, uh, I'll send you the link that, uh, to a video on YouTube that I watched about ASML, which okay. just would reward my initial inclination of, of wanting to invest in the company. Uh, and it, it's pretty good, man. Tells you okay. basically exactly what they do, yeah. and why they're the world leader in it, and why people are trying to catch up. And they are, you know, so semiconductors already. I'm, I'm, yeah, you send me that and I'll uh link it to this video. Perfect, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's in the uh, description yeah. below. Already, you know, what I last one, man, Paramount Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett loves it. So guess what? I love it. And I did the funny, I did the same thing for the Paramount, but I like Paramount also. P-A-R-A, -A, Paramount. I own my son's it. I put my 13-year-old son, he got cash app. <laughs> and I put uh -huh. in it. Yeah, he put $100 in his cash app and he invested it. So he's got he's got some uh, shares in uh, yeah. Paramount. Paramount Global. Cash app is, is a nice little investing tool, man. Acorns is another one. Have you heard of that? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard Acorn, uh, where you I'm can invest in spare change and stuff. I didn't know. I mean, it's the chain. I don't know if it, you can invest big dollars and stuff, but I just, I just noticed. But you know what, man? Even even still, like if, if it's gonna round up every purchase that I make, think about how often I use my check card, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. even if everything I spend ended in fifty cents, that's fifty cents that I normally would be spending somewhere else. That's automatically gonna be invested for me. Yep. Again, not sponsored by Acorns. We need to start getting sponsors, man. As much as we mention these companies, man. Tell them, man, you know, yeah. like, what's up? I'm going to talk to you about that off camera, man. Let's <laughs> go with a plan, man. I'm going yeah, to talk to you. I got you. Whatever. I'm telling you this link right now, man. I appreciate you guys, man. appreciate you guys tuning in. It's always a pleasure yes, to be on here, man. It's always yes, good. Sir. Yes, sir. Yes, uh, sir. Market Watch. Uh, every week, uh, every other week lately, <laughs> <laughs> but, but we are here uh, 
for your financial news and stock info. Uh, like the video, comment on uh, any of the segments. Let me know which ones you enjoy, and we'll try and keep them coming. Uh, and subscribe to the channel if you haven't. Uh, this is Eddie Chanel with 8-1 Capital. Uh, I'm Eric T. Jackson, man. Appreciate you guys. Yeah. See you later, uh, Eddie. Appreciate you, bro. Okay. Appreciate it, kid. All right, buddy. Bye.